Childhood Abuse and Anxiety Stroke Panic Attacks Published by Paula Kavner on March 28, 2018 Anxiety and panic attacks have been linked to childhood trauma, but it is by no means the only cause. Panic attacks can occur due to a number of conditions, including social anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, drug use, depression and a number of medical problems. They can either be triggered or occur unexpectedly. However, children that experience trauma are more likely to have increased anxiety and depressive behaviours which they can endure well into their adulthood, making those adults less capable of coping with stress. Myself and Joyce have both suffered from panic attacks and although for Joyce they are a thing of the past, I unfortunately on occasion still struggle with them. I hope that this blog will help others who suffer with these awful attacks to gain a deeper understanding of the fear that surrounds them. It is important that you know that you are not crazy and you can manage them with awareness and support. I have thought about writing a blog on this subject for some time now but I hesitated for fear that simply writing about it would bring on an attack. I experienced my first attack when I broke my leg a few years ago. This forced confinement brought to the surface feelings of helplessness and dependency. At the time I didn't really understand what was happening and over the next few months I became more and more anxious. I believe it was this recurrence of anxiety that resulted in my first panic attack. My panic attacks came out of the blue. My lips began to feel strange and because I had Bell's palsy in the past I was afraid it would come back again. This was followed by tingling sensation running through my body. My heart began to thump out of my chest and I felt like I couldn't breathe. The fear built up so rapidly that I took complete control of my thoughts. The overwhelming feelings that I was about to die or have a stroke was terrifying. My imagination brought images to my mind of at best me laying dead on the floor alone or being taken away in an ambulance to a madhouse. Now I would consider myself a rational and a logical person and I can tell the difference between imagination and reality quite easily. However, when I'm in the middle of a panic attack, nothing can tell me that what I'm feeling is not real. I'm absolutely convinced that I'm going to have a stroke or more likely I'm about to die. What scares me the most is the place I felt safest is no longer available to me, my mind. I am most comfortable in my head and it is also where I retreat to when I'm stressed or worried. My fear around having an attack can make it difficult to focus on my work and this causes more stress. It becomes a vicious cycle. It is the actual fear and anticipation of an attack that drives my anxiety. I'm sure that I have even brought on an attack by focusing on the fear. However, lately I have tried medication and mental exercises to talk myself down and they are working for me while I work on uncovering the online cause of the attacks. This may sound strange, but I'm grateful for the panic attacks because they have forced me out of my head and into the moment. I've always found when I'm stressed or worried, I get ill or have a physical pain. The panic attacks are just another way to look at what's going on in the background. I believe they will stop when I understand what they're trying to tell me. For those of us who have experienced trauma as children, it's most likely that the triggers to panic attacks have their roots in the past. It is also likely that the fear is subconscious. Fear is only powerful when we do not know its origins. It loses its power if we understand where it's coming from. 
exploring childhood trauma with a professional can uncover the root cause behind the fear that's driving the panic attacks. In the meantime, if you understand what's happening inside your body when having an attack, it may help to stop it before it gets going. I read somewhere that it only takes three minutes for adrenaline to fill your body and cause a panic attack. That also means that you will have three minutes to stop the adrenaline before the attack takes hold. To stop an attack, you must interrupt the messages of fear going to your brain. During my last attack, I tried the steps below and it did stop the attack before it got hold. It didn't remove the fear, but at least I wasn't controlled by it. I'm also aware that it's both the anticipation of the attack and the thoughts during the attack that do me the most harm. These following steps were most helpful to me. This one is the one that really worked for me. Scream in your head, stop, over and over until the panic stops. I can't tell you why this is effective, but it definitely stopped my attacks. Two, try to relax. I know how difficult this is, but it's the first step that will allow you to stop the messages going to the brain, telling you that you're in danger and prevent the release of any more adrenaline. Three, focus on your breath. Breathe in and out to a count of seven, then six, five, four, and so on. Make the breaths as deep as you can. This can be very difficult, but it will really help so persevere. Four, think of a place, person, or thing that you associate with being calm and relaxed. Five, scream in your head, I'm fine, I'm okay, nothing bad is gonna happen. The louder you can scream, the better. Six, repeat your own positive message to counter what you normally say during an attack. The point is to stop you repeating the negative fear-filled messages that make the attack worse and last longer. Seven, when the attack has passed, write a list of everything you fear in this moment. It is necessary to dissect these fears. You may discover the similarities in your present and your past fears. Understanding your fear will remove its power. This takes time and practice, but I found it did help me. Once you can deal with the symptoms, you will be free to begin to focus on the underlying cause. You need to know that a panic attack will not kill you. Use them to understand yourself and you will come out to your end even stronger. You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or directly at the Kavanagh Sisters at gmail.com.